For the best audio experience, we strongly suggest you use headphones whilst listening to Bubble and Squeak. You're listening to a Rock Candy podcast. Hi, I'm Peter Santoscano, and this is Bubble and Squeak, a podcast with uncanny sounds, funny interludes, and stories, most weird, many true. Okay, here's episode 14. Our show today comes in three parts. Part one. I introduce you to Erica Harvey, the host of Brown Sugar Diaries. Part two, I ask 500 people to imagine a world without fossil fuels. And part three, a sound slice from a 2014 Black Lives Matter worship service in New York City. Erica Harvey lives in Atlanta, Georgia. She's in her fourth year of medical school. Erica also hosts a deeply confessional, often hilarious, and always engaging podcast. Oh, Brown Sugar Diaries is all things me. It's my literal diary in voice form, all-encompassing of, you know, everything, every part of me, that encouraging, that snarky, that really sweet and tender, but I'm still going to tell you what's on my mind. (laughs) I'm not yet 30. And so I said to myself that I didn't want to go into 30 carrying so much baggage from things that I hadn't healed from. And it just is helping. I tend to record as things hit me because, like I said, it is my diary in voice form. If I if I need to like step out of class or step out of, well, not class, but step out of rotations or something, step out in the hallway and I'll say something, I'll do a voice recording on my phone and say, this is, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm thinking. And then I just kind of compile it all together and it just goes, <laughs> it just works some kind of way. And I just, I just do like, I work best if I'm able to just, you know, talk and say what I feel. So it's honestly been a journey of transparency for me to stop hiding behind, oh, I'm okay, I'm doing fine, oh, nothing's wrong. It's truly allowing me to open up and let people in because I did say this year that I was going to be intentional about letting people in and not just showing the pretty side of stuff. 2020 is going to be this year that we just can't discuss. This is going to be too painful of a year, of a time to to discuss. With all things, you know, it gets ugly before it gets pretty. My concern, my fear is that it truly will get too ugly. So ugly that it even the beauty of it, whatever that may be, is going to be so hard to see. It's going to be too hard to talk about. I fear for my mom. I fear for my brother who, you know, is a a six foot seven, 450 pound guy, he wouldn't hurt a fly. But because he is tall, because he is, you know, large in stature, it's just, it's a concern for me. Like he has students, he's a professor um, of music. (laughs) When I tell you he would not hurt a fly, he would not. And he's a music nerd. So it's, it's a concern. And for my mom, who she just turned 60 yesterday, she has asthma, she has she has a, a sore knee. It just concerns me that maybe somehow, some way, she'll be perceived as a threat. And even myself, I'm not extremely tall, but I have what people call RBF. <laughs> I'm seen as a threat to some people somehow. And it, it, it concerns me. And I don't know how this next six months is going to look. 
you know, join me on the roller coaster. It's definitely going to be a ride. I'm just letting you know now, you might cry. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not. You're right, I'm not. I'm proud of myself for how transparent I'm being. There are things that even my mom doesn't even know. And she listened to the podcast and she was like, wait a minute. I didn't know anything about this. You had sex when? <laughs> I was like, yeah. At a virtual conference for Citizens Climate Lobby, I invited 500 participants to take part in a thought experiment. Sean Daig, a climate change advocate from New York State, asked us to imagine a world without fossil fuels. I took the written responses from the participants and then called on Facebook friends. They read these responses on a voicemail line. What follows is a montage of these recorded responses. You will also hear a response from Dr. Natasha DeJarnett. Dr. DeJarnett frequently appears on Citizens Climate Radio to talk about climate justice, environmental racism, and public health. Sit back and soak in a new world without fossil fuels. Children running and playing without asthma. Rich Loamy soil that sequesters carbon. Reliable and clean public transportation. Windmills. Open windows. People walking. And solar panels on every roof. Birds. Stars. Fresh air. Bees. Birds. Birds. Bicycles. Quiet. Fresh air. air. Birds. Bees. Bees. Bicycles. Stars. Birds. Birds. Fresh air. Flowers. Bees, stars, birds, stars, 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 Flowers, flowers, children running and playing without asthma. Stars, fresh air. And for Dr. Natasha DeJarnette, what does the future look like, smell like? What does it sound like? It sounds like Louis Armstrong's What a Wonderful World.
I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. That's what I hear. But more tangibly, I hear the sounds of children playing outside, laughing, free from environmental induced asthma, running around with not a care in the world, healthy. What does it smell like? It smells like fresh air. It smells like no toxic industrial fumes in our neighborhood. To me, that smells like possibility. We can't address climate change without addressing inequities. So a hundred years from now, I see a more just world. I see our most vulnerable populations with enhanced quality of life. I see children, older adults, people of color, people who live in low, lower income communities, I see them having better quality of life because they are at the center of the decision-making when it comes to addressing climate change. I see our frontline communities no longer living on the fence line of polluters. I see our coastal communities no longer displaced by sea level rise. I see former coal mine communities thriving with new well-paying industries. I see communities that were former burdened with injustice now achieving equity. Communities that utilize health and all policies framework and emphasize health equity for all. These societies will have policies that ensure Climate action protects health and protects equity. All policies protect health and equity, and it protects our most vulnerable. And, and I see this underscored by Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King's wise words, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. So I see that being what underscores how we move forward. Let me set the scene for you. I'm in New York City in James Chapel at Union Theological Seminary. It's December 13th, 2014. It's just four months after a white police officer in Ferguson, Missouri, shot and killed an 18-year-old black man named Michael Brown. In preparation for a Black Lives Matter march in the city, black faculty, staff, students, and clergy organized this service and a training session. It began with singing worship songs. The words changed to fit a protest. For one of the readings, Dean Yvette Wilson stepped up to the lectern. From Ephesians 6, 10 to 13. I knew the passage well. In fact, I'd memorized it years ago. It was a passage exhorting believers to put on the whole armor of God. In the white evangelical churches I attended for many years, pastors explained, we fought against the devil, secularism, and our own evil, selfish desires. But in the context of chronic police brutality, hundreds of years of systemic white supremacy and racism, Dean Wilson's reading gave new meaning to this ancient text. Let the mighty strength of the Lord make you strong. Put on all the armor that God gives you, yes. so you can defend yourself against the devil's 
the adversary, the enemy, whatever you want to put in there, tricks. We are not fighting against flesh and blood. Hello, thank you. We are fighting against forces and authorities and against rulers and principalities. So put on all the armor that God gives you. And it feels like we are in the midst of evil. You will be able to defend yourself. Yeah. And when the battle is over, say, and when the battle is over, when the battle is over, you will be standing. Bubbling Squeak is written and produced by me, Peterson Toscano. I mostly make the show for me and for scholar Dr. Carol Wayne White. Carol deepens my understanding of all that is seen and unseen. Thanks to the many voices who contributed to the World Without Fossil Fuels montage. Many thanks to Dr. DeJarnette. You can see a full listing of contributors in the show notes, and you will find links to Sean Daig's Thought Experiment and to Citizens Climate Radio. I also have links to other audio from that December 2014 Black Lives Matter worship at Union Seminary. Please do check out Erica Harvey's Brown Sugar Diaries podcast, wherever you get podcasts. Follow her on Instagram to get her daily sprinkle of sugar at Brown Sugar Diaries. Sugar without the R at Brown Sugar Diaries. Even when taking a break, Erica Harvey keeps very busy. I, I, like I said, I am a doula. So if you're if you're pregnant, know anyone who's pregnant, need some pregnancy tips, um, follow my doula page, T3 Doula Services. I also run a nonprofit, T3 Health Inc. Pray for me as I continue to get through medical school because I'm tired. <laughs> the Bubble and Squeak theme song is Worthless by the Jelly Rocks from the Bang and Whimper album. You also heard Pirate Flags by Eleventy Seven from the Sugar Fist album. You can find all this music on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to music. Feel free to say hi to me on Twitter at P2Sun, the letter P, the number 2, S-O-N, at P2Sun. Oh, and thanks for listening. For more shows like this one, visit rockcandyrecordings.com.